Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is relating to people properly. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome, everyone. My name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. This program is now in its 30th year. 30 years of helping people deal with stress. There is a lot of stress now. And perhaps this program can be of help. Maybe you're one of the people who is listening to radio more or going to YouTube more now that you perhaps are sheltering in place as I speak. And you may also be looking for some answers. You know, these kind of times, Charles Dickens, remember he began his famous novel by saying it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. I'm sure you could say that about right now, couldn't you? Well, one good thing is that some of you have more time. More time. And the other good thing is that you have been weaned somewhat from the things that had you um, distracted. See, work is a good thing. There's no question about it. And going out in the world and being with people and doing things, it's good, of course. But... Your life, your future, even your salvation depend upon your relating to all of these situations and to people properly. And people and work can be a distraction. That's right. See, there is a proper interaction with people for recreation, for friendship, for for work, for getting things done, there's a proper. And as a parent with your child, or as a husband or as a wife, yes, there are proper interactions with the other members of your family as a neighbor, proper interaction. And you have certain duties for your family, toward your family, and so on. But people can also be a powerful distraction. Now, I'm sure you've all, you're all familiar with the apocryphal story of the man or the lady who spent so much time at work, 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 that her kids ended up hating her, or the kids, kids felt that he had rejected them, or something like that, and it had a, an unhappy, an unhappy ending. And later, he thought back or she thought back upon the years and said, why, why did I spend so much time? I should have spent more time with my family, you see? So you do have certain obligations, not only at work, but to your family. And now this is a good time to be with your family more. But the main point I was making is that people can be a distraction and they distract you from being aware of your creator, distract you from quietly knowing what is your Creator's will, quietly sensing the right way to move, the right thing to say, with the right timing. See, it's very important. So it's good to work, to be with people, to have recreation, to do things, but don't let it distract you from your Creator. Don't let people pull you away 
Don't let anything pull you away. Don't let food pull you away. Don't let music pull you away. Don't let anything pull you away. Don't let drugs pull you away from your Creator, from being able to be quiet and to realize His presence. And in those delicate moments of life, which there are many, that you are so centered, so calm, so detached, that you're able to move with the perfect move, the perfect grace, and say the perfect thing. That's very important. Christ said, be perfect, even as your heavenly Father is perfect. Now, Christ said that, and he meant it. And I want to also say that having the perfect action or the perfect word is exactly what you need and nothing less. Here's a, a good example. How many of you remember when you were a child or a teenager and you had something that you went to your parent with and they didn't get it quite right? Their energy was wrong. Their timing was wrong. They were harsh when they should have been soft or they were too easy when they should have been firm. They somehow didn't get it right. And you sensed it deeply. Perhaps you resented them. You see? Do you see? But if they had had the perfect response, then you would have had no excuse to resent them. And they would have handled it right, and you would have respected them and perhaps loved them. Do you understand? I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. You mustn't allow things to distract you. And as I began today's program, I said that some of you have more time now. You have more time if you're sheltering in place or laid off at work or something. Or perhaps the hours or your work hours are less. And so you can wean yourself from the distractions. Wean yourself. You are being weaned from them, whether you like it or not. But watch out at home. YouTube can become a distraction. Music can become a distraction. People getting on your nerves can be a distraction. Worrying can be a distraction. See, a distraction from what? A distraction from being a bit detached so that you can be in the world but not of the world. Do you understand that there's a difference between lightly hearing somebody say something and listening so intently that you become hypnotized by them? Can you see the difference between sitting in a room and there's a television on and you sort of look at it a little bit, it's, it's, it's not that interesting, and it's, it's there and it kind of goes in one ear and out the other. There's a difference between that and staring at it and being lost in it. Can you see there's a difference between it's lunchtime and you are a bit hungry, so you, you get something proper to eat and you eat it. And when you're done eating it, then you go back to work. Can you see there's a difference between that and getting lost in your food, lost in your soda pop, lost in your latte or whatever? Do you see the difference between eating lightly and being lost in it? Can you see there's a difference between hearing music in the background a little bit, but it doesn't pull you in. There's a difference between that and getting pulled in. So you have to learn to snap, stand back. 
You have to learn to take a step, mental step back. Stand back from everything. Snap out of it. Snap out of your daydream. Snap out of being lost in things. Come back to awareness. And when you are aware, you'll have a little bit of a distant feeling. And you know what? In that aware state, you have power. You have self-control. You have dignity. When you fall into your food, when you fall into your drink, when you fall into your work, when you fall into anything, well, you lose power. You become subject to it. And you become guilty. Now, why should we be guilty for eating too much or drinking too much or, or working too much or anything? Why? Because we're not supposed to. Moderation in all things, said Aristotle. Don't forget your Creator. God had many warnings in the Old Testament. They're very beautiful, but very powerful passages in the Old Testament where he said to the people, enjoy, enjoy this beautiful land of milk and honey with beautiful streams and, and fields and fruit and beauty all around you and abundance. Enjoy! He said, but don't forget your creator. Don't forget me. I'm the one that brought you here. I'm the one that gave it to you. Don't forget me. Remember? So, how do you remember your creator? Well, you have to learn to be still. So you're not caught up in things. It's very important. To do that. So, do you do you ever have a situation where you're so lost in something that somebody was trying to tell you something and you didn't hear it? Or you're lost in thinking and drive right past the exit you should have taken on the freeway? Or you were so caught up in some something in all the day's activities that suddenly remembered, oh my goodness, I forgot my wife's birthday, I forgot my son's birthday, I forgot to pay that bill, I forgot to make that call. You had all day, you had hours and hours, but it slipped your mind. Why? Because you were too involved, too lost in things. So it's okay to work. It's okay to do things. It's okay to be with people, but do it lightly. Have a light touch. Always remember what's important in life. I'll give you another example. Two guys are having an argument. And now it's becoming heated. It's not anything important, but somehow they start to get in an argument and they're almost getting angry. And then one of them stands back and said, hey, it's not that important. It's no big deal. Forget it. And they both have a good laugh and they go off as friends. Do you understand? Do you understand? So I want to recommend to you my little meditation. I talk about it all the time. I have a free one that's eight minutes long. It shows you how to stand back, to practice standing back. See, you need to practice standing back, taking a mental step back. You need to practice it a little bit, first thing every morning, so that you have a bit of mental detachment. Then you can go about your daily activities, and things won't sneak up on you and pull you into them. See? How many of you have had someone actually sneak up behind you and go boo and scared you and you became resentful? That's right. See, you need to be aware. 
you need to be aware how many of you have been driving and you start to change lanes and all of a sudden, oh, where'd that car come from? Well, you maybe you blame them. They said they were driving too fast or whatever, but you know what? You were probably lost in daydreaming and you maybe checked your mirror, maybe you signaled and maybe you didn't. You don't even know. Did you or didn't you? You don't even know. You know why? Because you were lost in thought. So learn to snap out. Now, here's the beautiful thing. When you begin to practice a little bit with the right intent, you want to remember your creator. You want to remember what's important. You want to do what's right for every moment. When you have a proper intent and you practice a little meditation, how to sit still and stand back from thought, then when you go out in the world, you'll have that with you. And it will remind you when you get caught up in something, because you will, you will. A thousand, thousand times, you'll start to fall into something, get too involved in it, and it'll remind you. Something will remind you, and you'll snap out. See? Very important. Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage? A spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget. The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com In these challenging times in which we live, Roland has decided to make the complete four-part meditation exercise available for free to those who cannot afford a donation. The meditation exercise is a tool for dealing with stress and remaining centered. To listen to the complete four-part meditation exercise, Simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the middle icon, Meditation. That's SheddingShackles.com. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. When you send a gift of any amount, you'll receive one of Roland's ebooks, including Putting the Forever Back in Love, Forbidden Food, and Becoming a Friend of God. Simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the right-hand icon, ebooks. Today's topic is about how to remember your Creator and remember what's important in life and not get caught up in things, not get lost in things, but to always have a bit of mental detachment so that you can remember what's important and not forget, you understand? Now, let's continue with this topic. One of the things that I do enjoy reading a little bit, but you see, you have to watch out for everything. Beware of, I was almost going to say everything. Beware of thoughts. 
because they can trick you. Beware, but not with fear, not with paranoia, not with, not with worry, but just be alert or be watchful. You know, the Desert Fathers, some of the Desert Fathers, but you can read some of their writings in the Philokalia, the Desert Fathers talked about watchfulness. Watchfulness. So be watchful. Be watchful of thought. Be watchful of music and reading and texting and the Internet and work and food and entertainment and drink and problems and be watchful of worry and daydreaming. See, be watchful. Stand back and just watch because you are safe when you stand back and watch. You're safe because you're closer to God. You're closer to the inner light. Now, I want to bring in another topic here. So you have to find the inner light. See, well, I want to talk about, see, Here's something that I wanted to say. I wanted to say that that I have a certain fondness for some of the Christian mystics, like Teresa of Avila, St. John of the Cross, people like that. I have a certain fondness for them, or Madame Guillon, or François Fenlon, people like that. Thomas Akempis, Brother Lawrence, People like that. St. Francis de Sales. St. Ignatius Loyola. People like that. I have a certain fondness for them. So I sometimes stumble upon something that they said, and I, I say, that's right, that's right. And then maybe I go and read a little bit online or somewhere, read a little bit of what they said, and, you know, it was real good, and there's maybe a couple other things that are good, then the rest of it, well, there's nothing there for me right now, but there was a nugget. See, I'm always looking for clues. I'm looking for nuggets. I'm looking for gems. And some little thing that I see, or something that I hear, or something that I read, some little thing, it becomes the springboard for something wonderful. I can see one little thing. And then from that come years and years of more understanding and deeper discoveries. And, of course, that's the way life is in the light. Little things lead to wonderful, wonderful discoveries and growth and the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. But what I was going to say is that it's, it's interesting to me how so many of the, of the mystics talk about their relationship with God like a, like a marriage, like they're the bride and God or Jesus is the groom, you see. I would like to read to you just a little bit of a poem by Madame Guyon. I love my God, but with no love of mine, for I have none to give. I love thee, Lord, but all the love is thine, for by thy life I live. I am as nothing and rejoice to be emptied and lost and swallowed up in thee. Thou, Lord, alone art all thy children need, and there is none beside. From thee the streams of blessedness proceed, in thee the blessed abide. Fountain of life and all abounding grace, our source, our center, and our dwelling place. It 
It's a bond of love. It's a bond. It's a relationship. So it's a beautiful covenant, a beautiful bond, a beautiful rapport, a beautiful attachment. The soul attaches to God, you see? But the point I was wanted to make by saying that is that what are you attached to now? You're attached to your, to your iPhone. You're attached to your work. That's why I said if you can wean a little bit from some things, that's good. You're attached to your friends, to your food, maybe to your house, to your car. You're attached to your bills, to your worries, to your treatments. You're attached. So now do you understand what has happened? You, you got lost in it. You, you allowed yourself to be pulled into it. And now you're a slave of it. You're attached to it. You must be detached. You mustn't be attached to anything. You must be attached to God. Now, of course, you have a marriage. You have children. You have obligations to your employer. Of course, of course. But not with emotional attachment. That's the thing. You have a bond of the heart, heart to heart communication with your family, heart to heart with your Creator. But you're attached to Him. And when you're attached to God, then the good that comes into your life comes from Him. And if anything good comes from you, it's because you got your ego out of the way and it comes through you from Him. The good that you do is not even yours. It's Him doing it through you. Do you understand? So the good that you say, the expression on your face, the sweet expression, the patience, above all patience, your ability to be patient comes from Him. He gives you that power. The ability to not be forced into a decision. The ability not to have to conform or rebel. He gives you that power. You must find it so you can be free. Free to really love. Free to really help people. Free to set them free. Do you understand? So you're free of them and they're free of you. You're like two flowers growing side by side, both loving and inclining toward the same sun. That's the way you must be. So why don't you give that a try? It starts with a little meditation. It's a little thing. It's a little thing, but keep it very simple. Just a very, very simple meditation where you sit quietly in your room and close your eyes and become aware of the little pixels on the inside of your eyelid and watch them. Watch those little patterns of light. That little glow of light, watch, watch. And at the same time, be aware of your hand, your right hand. Be aware of it. So it becomes a little tingly, a little delicately tingly warm, maybe. And aware of your hand. And at the same time, watching the little pixels. Learn to do that. It's very simple. Don't add any other techniques. Don't add any words to it or other techniques. Just keep it very simple and allow the magic to come through. The magic will come through and your life will change in many wonderful, wonderful ways. Out of nowhere, when you least expect it, good will come into your life and it'll be beautiful and you'll, you'll know somehow in your heart, you'll know that it's Him. It's Him. Words are very beautiful and mystical. 
the marriage supper of the Lamb, Christ the bridegroom and the church, the bride. It's very beautiful. And I would like to read to you just a little bit of a poem by Madame Duyon. I love my God, but with no love of mine, for I have none to give. I love thee, Lord, but all the love is thine, for by thy life I live. I am as nothing and rejoice to be emptied and lost and swallowed up in thee. Thou, Lord, alone art all thy children need, and there is none beside. From thee the streams of blessedness proceed, in thee the blessed abide. Fountain of life and all abounding grace, our source, our center, and our dwelling place. Just keep it very simple and allow the magic to come through. The magic will come through and your life will change in many wonderful, wonderful ways. Out of nowhere, when you least expect it, good will come into your life and it'll be beautiful and you'll, you'll know, somehow in your heart, you'll know that it's Him. It's Him. See, but here's the thing. Just hearing about religion, hearing about God, hearing about Jesus, it's not enough. You have to experience Him in your innermost being. And what's blocking you right now from experiencing Him is undoubtedly resentment and being lost in your thoughts, lost in your daydreams, and lost in your worries and doubts and fears. And so you have to learn how to stand back from those so you can get clear of them, okay? It's like being under the ocean and coming up to the surface and there's the blue sky and the puffy clouds and you take a deep breath of fresh air. That's what you need to do to come out of those daydreams that become nightmares. Rise above them and then find reality. The blue sky and the puffy clouds and where the birds are singing. And that's why I've made a little meditation too. I've made a little meditation that has been very, very helpful to some people. It's been very helpful to me. And I think it uh, could be just what what you need if you really and truly want to get better, okay? And find out the purpose for your existence and find out just where you've been going wrong and what's been blocking you from finding all the good things that life can hold. Never mind whether you're all messed up or not. It doesn't matter. You love God. Deep down in your heart, you love what's right. You love what's sweet. You love the innocence of children. Well, then you love God. And you know what? The journey begins. Just learn to be still. Get the little meditation and you'll be on your way. Guaranteed. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is sheddingshackles.com. 
please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.